Hey everyone, welcome to Therapish, where we discuss relationships through the lens of pop culture and the world around us. It's not therapy, but I am a therapist. Today I want to talk about what it means to expect your partner to be able to read your mind. Mind reading is really interesting. It can mean a couple different things, right? Like telepathy or whatnot. But what I'm thinking about is more in the sake of a relationship between two people. When one person says no, when they mean yes, and they hope that their partner's spouse knows what they're really thinking. No, of course you don't need to pick me up that dinner that you know I love. But meanwhile, you're like, it better be already at seven when I get home. Of course you have to. If you really knew me, you would know you have to. We tend to set our partners up for fail a lot of times. It's something we really need to work on. We need to work on being a little bit more transparent. I think there's a lot of reasons people don't ask for what they need or don't state what they need. It could kind of fall into a big umbrella. I'm going to kind of generalize here. I want to make it clear that there's a lot of other reasons beyond what I'm just naming right now. But I think low self-esteem could have to do with it. Not feeling we deserve what we want. right? Like not wanting to be a burden. Not wanting to be too much. If I tell them what I really want, I'm asking for too much. Like not really wanting to be too much for us, for someone else. And these feelings, all of these feelings, they really stem from real places. It could be like our projections, our past, even trauma. It comes from a lot of real places. And I don't want to minimize that. I don't think that something could just move on and say, you know what, I deserve everything. I deserve all kinds of things. Maybe everything was a little bit of exaggeration, but still, I deserve more. It's hard to go from having difficulty asking for what you want to feeling comfortable asking for what you want. I kind of want to change the way we think about it. How can we ask our partners for what we need without feeling bad about it? Right? That's, it's, it's the opposite of mind reading. It's basically saying, yes, partner, I would really like you to pick up my dinner. I would really appreciate that. Instead of saying no and meanwhile being like, uh, they better pick it up. I want to kind of think about it like, The more direct we are in our communication with our partner, the more we set up our partner for success. And therefore, then the relationship is set up for success and even further will create happiness for both of you. So I want to try to kind of think about it like, again, the more we're comfortable asking for what we want, the more we set both of us up for success. And I'll give you some examples. And I think there's probably so many. I'm actually kind of thinking about it. Like there's probably so many examples out there that it's almost hard to just name them because I think they come up in so many different TV shows. One of the examples that really comes to my mind is a scene in Friends. I don't remember what episode it's from, but it's when Ross and Rachel are actually a couple and Chandler goes, and I think he's asking for advice about Janice. He goes and asks them and says, if she says no, does she mean it? And they just start, they basically start laughing. They're like, of course she doesn't mean it. Like, that's, that's ridiculous, Chandler. Like, oh, what a newbie. He has no idea what he's talking about. And it's really interesting because they then kind of proceed to give him examples. And one of the examples they say is, if Rachel were to tell Ross, don't pick me up from the airport, what should Ross then do? And Chandler says, don't pick her up from the airport. And then they kind of give him this look and, you know, and then he's kind of like, oh, no, I have a better answer. Pick her up from the airport like just at the arrival line or whatever it is. And Ross is like, you know, you failed again. And he's like, the answer is always the secret answer that you don't know. It's the 
park at the airport, walk to the gate. This is back in the day before you couldn't get, really get through security. But walk to the gate and even have flowers with you, right? Like it's, it's this idea that you don't listen to what your spouses say, but instead you always know to go above and beyond, that they don't really mean what they are saying. It makes for great comedy, but what it's really saying is that so many of us are setting up our partners for fail, and yet we're also normalizing that. We're making it like a normal part of a relationship. Haha, of course your partner's not going to ask for what they need. That's not the way it should be. We should be asking for what we need. And we need our partners to know that they can trust us because it's really confusing to always try to read the other person's mind. I mean, we can't read each other's mind. It's literally asking to your partner to do a superpower, right? Like, oh, well, if they didn't have the superpower, then they don't care about me. Like, oh, well, he didn't fly today when I asked him to go pick me up from work really fast. He didn't fly to come get me. So he, you know, must not care about me. Or she didn't do that. You know, like, these are, this mind reading is a superpower. We cannot expect our partners to do that. We have enough challenge figuring out our own mind, let alone reading other people's mind. One of the shows that really sticks out to me as somebody being really transparent is David and Patrick from Schitt's Creek. I think about the way David acts with Patrick, and he, he has no qualms about being who he is at all times. There's parts where Patrick will say, like, let's put this in, the, you know, in this part of the store that they work together in his business. And David's like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> like, he's, he's not like, you know, well, honey, you know, maybe we should think about that or whatever. He just is always so transparent. And he'll make facial expressions. There's a scene where there's a ring that he's looking at. And he immediately says, oh, is this 14 karat or whatever it is. He's always saying his expectations very transparently. People know what they're getting when they get when they see him. And that makes for really, first of all, it's, it's great comedy, right? Like his facial expressions, his body language, it's hilarious. But it's also makes for a really positive relationship because the other person knows what they're going to get. One of the issues with mind reading I always think about is that people use it as a trick, a test. They'll say, oh, well, does my partner really know me? Does my partner know what I want? Ooh, this is how I could check if they listen to me. Or how well do they know my interests, my preferences? Do they care enough about me? I've told people before, like, let's try to be a little more transparent. Let's just tell your partner what you want. Like, hey, P.S., my, par- you know, my birthday's coming up in, I don't know, a month. And I just want you to know I am a big birthday person. So I like to do dinners, I like gifts, I like that stuff. Or even saying something like, hey, just so you know, my birthday's coming up and I'm, I'm, I'm not that big on birthday things. I wouldn't mind doing a dinner, but just so you know. Now, I'm not saying you have to tell them what restaurant, where to reserve and all the details. And I also think you can give them some time ahead so you could still put it in your partner's hands. But I do think we need to set them up for success and let them know that there's an, there's an expectation. And that this is an important event in our lives and that we have an expectation around it. And people sometimes interpret when somebody doesn't kind of, quote, pass the test of the mind read, that it means something about the relationship. The show Sex and the City really comes to mind with that. I have an example when there's a scene where Carrie, the main, one of the main characters, she sees a ring that Aiden is choosing for her. 
or, 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 cho- or chose for her. He bought it for her. And I think that's really interesting because she basically takes the, the ring and she kind of analyzes the material it's made out of and the kind of stone it is and everything, the shape, etc. And she says, you know, if he really knew me, is this what he would have chosen? Basically insinuating that he can't mind read her and therefore is probably not a good fit for her. Which, there, he may not be a good fit for her for other reasons. That, I'm totally on board. But not because he didn't pick out the right jewelry. And then the more we find out about it, we find out that actually he went and asked one of her friends for help. It just so happens he asked the wrong friend. I don't think it's, it's what's the best way of saying it? I don't think it's fair to expect that he would have known which friend to ask. I don't, because this was one of her best friends and he didn't know, you know, maybe she doesn't have as good taste in jewelry or something like that. Like that's, that's, that's not kind of the way, I think that's a little bit too much to say, okay, well, you have to kind of ask one of my friends, but you also have to make sure you ask the right friend. It so happens in this example from Sex in the City, Samantha, Carrie's other friend, swoops in behind the scenes, communicates with Aiden, helps him get the right ring. He shows it to Carrie, and now she says, wow, he really knows me. This is meant to be. The fact that the ring is so beautiful, it means that our relationship is set up for success. And actually, it doesn't. What it means is the right friend was asked to help, or the right friend swooped in, I should say, and she knows your taste, right? So I've had a lot of couples ask me things about engagements. And I always say, I say, tell your partner what you want. And if, if some people really don't like that idea, they really want it to be a little bit more of a surprise. So therefore, I would say, go tell a trusted friend and then tell your partner which friend you said. Like, go tell your partner, hey, so-and-so knows what I'm interested in. Go ask them. Let's set each other up for success. Let's not expect someone to mind read and not only not expect them to mind read, but let's not put so much power over the mind read. It's really important that when someone's not able to mind read, we don't interpret that as to mean something about the relationship. But instead, we just interpret that as, oh, they don't have a superpower because that's actually what it means. It just means they don't know how to read your mind, which guess what? Most people don't. Now, mind reading is really interesting because a lot of friendships or relationships, when you are really close, you do you could predict what the other person thinks. You could say, oh, I, I mean, now I'm thinking kind of back on David and Patrick from Schitt's Creek, but you could say like, yeah, he would never wear that or, you know, he would never do this. But I think that that's based on being transparent in the first place. So my biggest take out of this and what I would love to kind of put out there in the world is let's try to set our partners up for success. And the way to do that is just be direct. Let's take away the game, the test of mind reading, and let's just tell our partners what we want. And one of the biggest responses I've gotten to this is people will say things to me like, if I tell them what I want, then I'll never really know what they were going to do. I'll never really know if they knew me well enough and what their original idea would have been. And my response to that is that if you tell your partner what they want and they actually follow through with that, the follow through is actually the part that communicates to you how much they care about you. Because if, you're, if you tell your partner, you know, for, let me, what, what's a good example? For my birthday, I want to go to, 
um, that restaurant, that specific restaurant, right? If your partner remembers that, puts a note to themselves and actually follows through with that and takes you to that restaurant, that right there shows you your partner's listening and your partner cares. You don't need to test them. The follow through is actually part of the feeling cared for and feeling loved. When I tell my partner it's really important to me to have a, I don't know, ice cream cake on my birthday, then them getting me an ice cream cake, that shows how much they listen to me. Now, if I didn't tell them that I love ice cream cake and they show up with carrot cake and I'd get mad at them, that just wouldn't really be fair. So I guess my biggest takeaway from this is if you want to get picked up from the airport, tell your partner you want to get picked up from the airport. Let's not say no when we mean yes. And if we really do mean no, let's help our partners feel confident in trusting us that we did say what we really mean and that we are being transparent. Transparency leads to a successful relationship. Until next time. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes, and the information in it does not constitute or is not intended as therapy. If you are experiencing a clinical issue that was discussed on the show, please talk to your doctor for a therapist referral.